Are you tired of constantly trying to measure up to society's ever-changing and often contradictory standards? If so, you're not alone. In this eye-opening episode of Say When, we'll explore the labyrinth of double binds and conflicting expectations that weigh down so many women today. Inspired by Greta Gerwig's impassioned speech on the impossibilities of womanhood, today's episode explores topics ranging from the paradoxes of health and beauty to the tightrope walk between career success and personal life. So grab your headphones, settle in, and get ready for an enlightening journey. It's time to liberate ourselves and to say when to the status quo and its requirements. Let's get started. Welcome to Say When. I'm your host, Holly Toscanini. This podcast is for any woman who's had enough of restrictive diets, feeling bad about their bodies, or putting their lives on hold until they lose the weight. If you've had enough of diet culture, then it's time to say when. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Say When, the podcast where we untangle the threads that keep us bound to cultural norms and pressures. I'm your host, Holly Toscanini. Like a lot of you, I recently went to see the Barbie movie, and Greta Gerwig's speech written for the character Gloria articulates the palpable contradictions, conflicting expectations, and double binds that so many women face. It's raw, honest, and resonates with many women who feel the burden of having to navigate these paradoxical societal demands. If you've ever felt torn between two conflicting messages, trapped in a maze of societal expectations, or if you've ever wrestled with the feeling like you have to be sexy but modest, strong but still nurturing, or any of the countless double binds women face, this episode is for you. Today we're exploring the fascinating concept of double binds and why they're particularly relevant to women today. From body image to weight stigma, we're peeling back the layers of these complex contradictions that can leave us feeling stuck and confused. We'll uncover some strategies to help you recognize and navigate these conflicting pressures. And you'll learn tools to help you reclaim your authenticity, break free from these binds, and embrace your unique path. You know, hearing Gloria's powerful monologue, it was like she ripped open a sealed envelope containing the secrets we've all been holding inside. She said, it's literally impossible to be a woman. And boy, did those words resonate. And that got me thinking, it's high time we discuss the double binds, the paradoxes, and conflicting expectations that so many of us are weighed down by. Let's talk about the no-win scenarios a lot of women find themselves in, especially when it comes to body image and weight. Trust me, the struggle is real. First, we've got this weird push-pull between wanting to look like an Instagram model and wanting to live a life that's actually healthy. I mean, who doesn't want to look fabulous in those selfies? But we also want a life filled with good food, good vibes, and let's be real, longevity. The catch? Extreme diets that promise that model-thin look are often the opposite of what our bodies actually need to thrive. Now, throw in diet culture, it's like this loud, uninvited guest at every meal, urging us to cut calories. But wait a minute, what happened to enjoying life's simple pleasures, like savoring a slice of pizza with friends or the joy of spontaneous dinner plans? It's like you're given a choice, be social and happy, or be on a permanent food restriction plan. 
Then there's the whole self-love movement. One moment, everyone's telling you to love yourself, flaws and all, embrace those curves, ladies. But wait, just as you're getting comfortable in your own skin, here comes a flood of tips on how to get that perfect beach body. It's like you're being pulled in opposite directions. And don't even get me started in the workplace. Have you ever felt this pressure to look a certain way to be considered serious or professional? It's a thing. If it's like your worth is measured by your ability to conform to a look that might not even be you. So now, on top of everything else, you're playing this balancing act between your true self and who your job wants you to be. Talk about exhausting. And social media is not helping, by the way. It's chock full of mixed messages. Be you, but not like that. That makes navigating this already complicated scene even more confusing. So you've heard you should be sexy, right? But hold on, not too sexy. You got to keep it modest, too. It's like we're navigating a romantic comedy somehow gone wildly wrong. And let's talk about the workplace again, too. So they tell us to be assertive. They say, show your leadership skills. But wait, don't forget to be nurturing and kind because somehow we're expected to master this blend of being tough yet tender. Easier said than done, right? Now on to individuality. Be yourself, but stand out from the crowd. But not too much. You don't want people to think you're an attention seeker. Yep, we're all tiptoeing along this tightrope between being unique and fitting in. Don't even get me started on motherhood and careers. If you're a mom, you better also be smashing it in your professional life. Not a mom? Brace yourself for the litany of questions and judgments about why you've opted out of the motherhood track. (sighs) Doesn't it feel like we're playing a game we just can't win? So, yeah, it's kind of like we're set up to lose no matter what. It's not just messing with our heads. It's holding us back from living life the way we want. But the good news is, Once we spot these traps, we can start figuring out how to sidestep them and do what feels right for us. What does it mean to navigate this labyrinth of societal messages that tells us we're supposed to be one thing and yet it's opposite, often at the same time? You have to be thin, but you can't say you want to be thin. You're supposed to be a nurturing mother, but also a career dynamo. You're supposed to love men, but you're also supposed to be prepared to answer for their bad behavior. Sound familiar? Yep, we've all been there. And you know what? We're tired. So let's roll up our sleeves to dissect these complex, exhausting binds that women find themselves in and how they particularly play into body image, career, relationships, and well, just about everything. So when the character Gloria said, it's literally impossible to be a woman, she wasn't exaggerating. The word impossible encapsulates a lifetime of contradictory expectations and impossible standards that women are supposed to meet. It's like we're walking on a tightrope, juggling knives and flaming torches, expected to keep our balance while smiling gracefully. Except the tightrope is societal expectations, and the knives are judgment and the torches? They're just our burning desires to be authentic, often suppressed or set on fire by the world around us. And speaking of suppression... Let's talk about that gnawing need to always be perfect and extraordinary. How many of you feel this constant pressure to excel in every aspect of your life? You have to be the consummate professional, an adoring partner, and a perfect mother, and let's not forget you have to look immaculate while doing it all. Oh, and don't forget to maintain your wellness routine too. Plus, keep a home that could grace a magazine cover and maybe start a business, write a book, start a podcast, All of it. No big deal, right? 
But here's the rub. Even if you manage to achieve some version of this perfection or extraordinary, you still find yourself falling short in the eyes of society, or even worse, in your own eyes. Why is that? Because society keeps moving the goalposts. One moment you're supposed to focus on leaning in at work, and the next you're getting side-eye for not attending every PTA meeting. You might excel in one role, only to be told you're lacking in another. Let's get into some science here. Research has shown that the phenomenon known as stereotype threat can make women overly conscious of their identities, causing performance anxiety and perpetuating the feeling of not being good enough. So we end up in this exhausting cycle of striving to be extraordinary or perfect while wrestling with the feeling that we will never truly be good enough for society, for our families, or even worse, for ourselves. Then there's the health and beauty paradox. Remember when Gloria, played by America Ferrara, says, uh, she delivers this monologue on the impossible double standards of being a woman. She says, you have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. This sentiment strikes a chord with so many of us too. I mean, how many times have you felt trapped between a rock and a hard place, needing to look a certain way, but judged if you try too hard or heaven forbid you actually say it out loud? We're living in a society where body image is a major source of stress, but the paradox is that you're not supposed to admit you want to be thin. You're supposed to cloak it in the wellness jargon of clean eating, fitness goals, or my personal favorite, I'm just trying to get healthy. According to a study published in the International Journal of Eating Disorders, women who engage in weight-controlled behaviors are more likely to receive social rewards, like compliments and positive attention. Yet, the same study showed that vocalizing the intention to lose weight often resulted in social stigmatization. Can we say double bind? And the diet industry isn't helping either. Valued at well over $70 billion in the United States alone, it thrives on this paradox. Think about it. Diet companies sell the dream of a thinner, better you, while also perpetuating the idea that pursuing thinness openly is vain or shallow. It's like they're handing you a magic pill with one hand and slapping you on the wrist for taking it with the other. Media plays its part too. While we're starting to see some progress with more diverse body representations, many magazines, ads, and social media platforms still bombard us with images of impossibly thin women. And yet, when these same platforms feature articles or influencers discussing weight loss, they're often met with a wave of criticism. So what do we do with this conflicting messaging? How do we navigate a world that sets us up to desire a certain body type and then shames us for pursuing it? Well, awareness is the first step. Knowing this paradox exists is the beginning of reclaiming our right to exist without judgment in whatever size body we inhabit. Now let's talk about something that, frankly, many of us dread discussing. Money and career. I think we need to go there. Let's begin by unpacking this whole notion that women should strive for financial success, something we all should have a right to do. Yet asking for what you're worth is somehow tacky. It's almost as if society is saying, go ahead, climb that ladder, but don't make too much noise about it. And God forbid, don't ask for any help. And don't even get me started on asking for a raise or negotiating a salary. According to a survey by Glassdoor, approximately 68% of women accept salary offers without any negotiation, compared to only 52% of men. Why? Because women fear the social repercussions of asking for more money. 
this is sort of a money muzzle. And let me tell you, it's holding us back big time. It's almost like society expects us to succeed through some form of financial osmosis. The idea that we should be financially secure without ever asking for it directly is just another form of suppression disguised as etiquette. Now let's talk about the problem of being the boss. It's the eternal struggle between being assertive and being well-liked. How many times have you found yourself modifying your tone, downplaying your achievements, or even letting someone else take credit for your ideas just so you don't come off as too bossy or bitchy? Research from the Harvard Business Review shows that women in leadership roles often receive contradictory feedback. They're either seen as highly competent but unlikable or likable but less competent. That tightrope between being authoritative and remaining agreeable is a balancing act that men rarely have to face to the same extent, and honestly, it's exhausting. So what's the answer to the challenge of money and career? Well, again, knowledge is power. Acknowledging these double binds is the first step to dismantling them. We have every right to be financially successful and unapologetically ambitious without contorting ourselves to fit into society's narrow definitions of what's acceptable for women. If you thought navigating beauty standards and career goals was complicated, just wait until you add motherhood into the mix or the conscious decision not to have children at all. First, let's talk about the societal expectation that women should not just be mothers, but also love and excel at every single minute of it, while also holding down a full-time job, preferably one that you're also excelling in. Did I forget anything? Oh, right, and if you talk too much about your kids, you're suddenly not professional, but if you focus on your job, then what kind of mother are you? The double standard here is blatant. Another study from the Journal of Social Issues reveals that women who engage in work-oriented conversations as viewed as less warm, but women who discuss family are perceived as less competent. I mean, really, can we ever win? And let's not forget those of us who choose not to have children. Ugh, the judgment doesn't spare us either, from invasive questions about our biological clocks to misguided assumptions that we must be selfish or career-obsessed. We can't seem to catch a break. So whether you're a mom a career woman, both or neither, the expectations are absolutely overwhelming. The path to dismantling these double binds starts with, again, just acknowledging they're there and questioning them and then feeling empowered to defy them. Also, have you ever felt that as a woman, you somehow bear the responsibility for men's actions? We've seen this play out in countless arenas from offices to social settings too. Yes, even online dating. You know the story, a man behaves poorly and somehow it's a woman's job to either correct him, excuse him, or worse yet, take the blame for his actions. There's this unspoken expectation that we should always be on, always serving as the moral compass for men. But why is this burden so gendered? Well, a study done in 2017 in the journal Gender and Society shows that women who resist these gender norms often face social sanctions. It's almost like we're damned if we're due and we're damned if we don't. Moving on to the contradictions surrounding femininity, <laughs> where do we begin? You're supposed to be sexy, but modest. You're supposed to go along the group with the group, but you're also supposed to stand out. You're supposed to be strong, but not intimidating. The unwritten rules around femininity are a web we're all trying to navigate, and they play a huge role in how we perceive ourselves, particularly our body image. 
Now, let's also talk about the sister, uh, the concept of sisterhood, for, exa- for instance. We're expected to uplift our fellow women, but if we shine too brightly, suddenly we're threatening. Another study that I read from the Psychology of Women Quarterly discusses how women who deviate from traditional femininity, whether it's their appearance or their career choice, face more scrutiny from other women. The sisterhood is real, but it's also fraught with its own set of contradictions. So whether it's the policing of each other's other's bodies or the absurd expectation to answer for men's mistakes, these societal double binds are sapping our energy and skewing our self-perception. And isn't it high time we break free? And how many times have you heard age is just a number, but then see a barrage of anti-aging ads thrown at you? You're supposed to be timeless, forever young, but God forbid you actually try to look youthful. You get eye rolls for trying too hard. And don't forget, the ideal woman must defy age while also rocking a bikini with the radiant skin of a 20-year-old supermodel. It's absurd. A final study from the Journal of Gerontology found that the societal pressures to look young has detrimental impacts on women's mental health, confirming what we've been feeling. It's downright exhausting. And that brings us to the emotional roller coaster all these double binds put us in. We're not just expected to look a certain way. We're also told how to feel, or more accurately, how not to feel. Never show fear. Never be out of line. Always keep that emotional expression in check, even if the world is burning down around you. The toll? Emotional and psychological exhaustion. Science also reveals that the constant self-monitoring and emotional regulation women are expected to perform can lead to something called ego depletion, which is a state of mental fatigue that affects our decision-making and self-control. It's not just draining, it's a public health issue. Okay, so we have unpacked so many complex issues, but what's the next step? How do we navigate this web of double binds without losing ourselves in the process? First and foremost, become aware of the conflicting messages you're internalizing. Are you feeling like you should be thinner, but you never say you want to lose weight? Or maybe you feel pressured to lose weight, but you're perfectly comfortable in the body you're in. That's a sign. Stop for a moment and ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? Becoming aware is your first step to untangling this knot. Next, I want to play detective a little bit here. Ask, where is this pressure coming from? Did you see a magazine cover? Was it an offhanded comment from a coworker? Or maybe it's some sort of self-imposed standard. Pinpointing the source can help you understand whether this is a societal norm, a workplace demand, or maybe something that you've mistakenly taken on as your own desire. My favorite tip, know thyself. I know, it's an ancient aphorism, but it's gold. What do you value most in life? Is it your career, your family, your well-being? The answer will be your compass that helps you navigate these mazes in society. And finally, surround yourself with people who get you, those who cheer you on in being your authentic self. You know, sometimes we get so caught up in the external expectations that we forget there's a whole tribe out there ready to support us and all our unique, multidimensional glory. So connect with those people, whether it's in online communities, social groups, or in your own inner circle. And hey, for those of you that are grappling with these issues deeply, please don't hesitate to consult with professionals like therapists, counselors, or coaches specializing in women's issues. 
It's not a sign of weakness. It's a sign of taking control and reclaiming your life. So let's arm ourselves with some practical strategies to navigate this labyrinth of double binds. Here are eight ways you can begin to reclaim your power today. One, practice mindful media consumption. The first place to reclaim your power is in what you consume. Media perpetuates a lot of these double binds, so unfollow accounts that make you feel inadequate and start filling your feed with empowering, diverse images and stories. Two, set personal boundaries. In both your professional and personal life, learn to set boundaries. Saying no might be tough initially, but it's crucial to safeguard your well-being. Remember, you don't have to be everything to everybody. Three, be your own advocate. Next time you're caught in that work-life balancing act or feel pressure to conform, speak up for yourself. Advocate for flexible work hours, equal pay, or whatever it is that you need to make your unique situation work for you. Four, self-reflection. Take a few minutes each day to reflect on the societal pressures you've felt and how they're affecting your decisions. Are you making choices based on what you truly want, or are you trying to fit into an impossible mold? Journaling or even meditative thinking can help clear the cobwebs. Five, find your tribe. Surround yourself with people who uplift you, who get the complexity of being a modern woman. Having a solid support system can help you feel validated when you're feeling cornered by societal expectations. Six, challenge the narrative. When you hear or see a double bind presented as normal, question it. Whether it's a casual comment about a woman's role or a media message telling you how you should look or act, challenge it. Sometimes just naming the problem out loud can be a revolutionary act. Seven, celebrate small wins. Did you set a boundary today? Did you speak up in a meeting? Did you wear something that made you feel fabulous even if it's not in style? Celebrate that. The journey of fighting back against double binds is made up of these small but meaningful victories. And finally, number eight, be the change. Finally, you want to be the change you wish to see. Mentor a young woman. Advocate for more realistic portrayals of women in media or contribute to the dialogue by sharing your own experiences. By actively participating in change, you'll not only empower yourself, but also pave the way for future generations. So let's stop bending over backward, trying to fit into society's impossible molds. Take back your power, one assertive step at a time. You know, it's kind of like navigating a maze. You don't have to love the walls, but knowing they're there can help you find your own way out. So embrace your uniqueness, your values, and yes, even your contradictions. The world is complex, and so are we. And that's not just okay, it's beautiful. Well, we've reached the end of another episode of Say When, but really, it's just the beginning of a broader conversation, isn't it? We've talked about the myriad ways society tries to put us in a box, sometimes multiple contradictory boxes at the same time. The system is indeed rigged with double binds everywhere. But here's the thing. While we can't single-handedly change the system overnight, we can find our space, our own voice, and our authentic selves within it. Now, I want to hear from you. How do you navigate these double binds in your own life? What strategies have you found to be most effective? I want to know. Please email me your stories and thoughts at holly at hollytoscanini.com. You can also DM me on Facebook or Instagram. 
your insights could be the lifeline someone else needs to hear. And before we sign off, I want to express my heartfelt thanks for joining me on this journey, a deeply personal journey that resonates with so many of us. Your time, your attention, and your willingness to engage in these challenging topics, it all means the world to me. Thank you for being a part of this community and being part of this crucial conversation. All right, that's it for today's episode. Take these insights, carry them into your world, and let's create a ripple effect of empowered, authentic living. Until next time, this is Holly Toscanini reminding you to always say when to the things that no longer serve you. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Say When, the podcast for women who've had enough of diet culture and are ready to get on with their lives. If you'd like to learn more about working with me, send me a DM through Instagram at Holly Toscanini, or you can find me on my website, hollytoscanini.com. Thanks for joining me.